Hi and welcome to this week's Business Finance Bulletin, episode 88. Friday Business Finance Bulletin with me, Rob Waller from Business Loan Services. So what have we got for you this week? Well, we're going to be looking at the latest report from the SME Finance Monitor team, looking at banks and their relationships with small businesses. We're going to be looking at the asset-based finance industry, equity and crowdfunding, also business confidence here in the UK, and in my business finance tip of the week, why you won't write a business plan. So let's start off looking at the findings from the latest SME Finance Monitor report. Now this team go out every quarter and speak to 5,000 business owners about their dealings with banks and raising finance. And every quarter the report really comes up with some interesting findings. And one thing it does do really well is bust the myth about how often banks say no. So they asked business owners who recently raised finance what their experience was. And of those looking for a new or renewed overdraft or loan facility, 79% got what they wanted. Yes, 79%. that figure surprise you? And not only that, the figure of success rate is actually going up. Compared to 2013, that success figure was actually 67%. So gone up from 67% to 79%. Now, if you're a startup, it's a picture's a little bit different. Only 58% of those are getting what they wanted. But it just shows that you no, know, not everyone is getting a no. Now, another fascinating thing that comes out of this report um, is how many businesses actually do not want to borrow at all. Um, of those surveyed, 49% of them classify themselves as permanent non-borrowers. They haven't borrowed over the last five years and have no intention of borrowing going forward. So that's nearly half of the small business base. The, the team condensed the question down further. Well, how many of you actually borrowed in the last 12 months and are thinking about borrowing in the future? Well, that figure is even higher. 80% of them said, no, we have no intention of borrowing. So, you know, this thing about businesses um, you know, really hankering for finance, a large majority of you are not. And in fact, the last thing that the survey really thing jumped out at me was 73% of businesses said their main aim was to pay down debt and remain debt free. So what's the message? Well the message is don't assume you're going to get a no, go knocking on the door, do all your preparation and you may just well be surprised. Let's move on now to the asset-based finance industry. Now, what is asset-based finance? Well, it's asset finance HP, the stuff that you're buying, capital equipment, plant and machinery on vehicles, on facilities other than bank loans. It's also invoice discounting and factoring where you're borrowing money against your outstanding invoices. That's asset-based finance. And the Asset-Based Finance Association, which is the um, umbrella organization, uh, comes out every quarter with a summary of activity that's going on amongst its members. And the key thing from this is that the amount of asset finance facilities out there is increasing, currently standing at £4.2 billion. And here's the key thing, up 9% on the same period last year. Here's a near 10% increase. Compare that with the latest figures I saw from the Bank of England as to how banks are doing. Well, there's a shrinkage there in the amount of money outstanding of just under half a percent. So year on year, we've got bank lending at total outstanding shrinking by half a percent, asset-based finance going up by 9%. So it just shows that demand is out there for purchases of capital equipment and utilizing other assets 
to find finance for growth. If you're interested in that and you want to know more about that, just go along to the Asset Based Finance Association website and you'll find more information about how you can access that source of finance. Or alternatively, just drop us an email, info at businessloanservices.co.uk and we can have a chat about that further. Let's move on now to the alternative finance market and in particular raising equity via crowdfunding. Now it may be that you've got some great plans for your business, you know, lots of expansion ideas, um, but you have an aversion to debt and yet you still need cash. And one way around that, sell some shares in your business if you operate through a limited company. And you can do that through crowdfunding, in particular through one of the UK's largest crowdfunding platforms, Crowdcube. And Crowdcube have announced uh, just recently that they've reached a milestone in raising finance totaling just over £100 million. And they've done that for 290 businesses in the UK. Now of those, 20 businesses raised in excess of £1 million. So you know, we're not talking small sums here. So if he's sitting there say, with these grand plans to raise money or even plans for a new project, have a think about raising equity and cash through crowdfunding. If you want to know more about what Crowdcube can do for you, just pop along to their website, crowdcube.com. Let's move on now to business confidence. Let me ask you, how confident are you today about where you are now, but more importantly, where you want to be over the next couple of months? Well, this is a question regularly asked by Bibby's Financial Services as part of its regular SME confidence tracker. Now, perhaps not surprisingly, the latest report just out does show that businesses are not as confident as they were a few months ago. And in fact, they asked the question of business owners, how many of you are predicting an increase in sales over the next couple of months? And 48% came back with a positive response. Now, you may think, well, 48% being positive, that's not bad, is it? But the thing is, compared to quarter four 2014, 57% said they were confident of increasing sales. So that's from 57% now down to 48%. That's a fair bit of drop. Where's the confidence or lack of confidence showing most? Well, it's in smaller businesses, those turning over less than £250,000. They are the ones who are not as confident going forward. So what are some of the things holding them back? Well, we talked about this before. Late payment comes out again. 25% of those surveyed said late payment is a continual problem that they face and is holding back growth. So here we are with the backdrop of things going on in Europe, Greece and China. You know, if your confidence level has taken a hit, you know, hang on in there, sit down, do some planning and continually keeping your eyes and ears open for the next big deal. So let's move on now to my business finance tip of the week. And this week I've got a clip from a seminar that I did in which I explore briefly reasons why business owners don't write business plans. Let's go to that clip now. So the good reasons why we should be writing a business plan. And yet the majority of us don't. Why is that? Well, first of all, I would say that the, the name business plan doesn't exactly fill you with energy, does it? Huh? As soon as you mention business, we've got to that process. So the people I work with, which is the first thing we do, is say, well, this is not a business plan. What do you want to call it? It's my business, exposure, business explosion plan. It's my business growth plan. Yeah? It's my holiday in the Caribbean plan, whatever it may be. Call it something different other than a business plan. For those of you in LNP, that would be reframing it, yeah? Yeah. Yep. Just reframe it to be something else. 
Something that actually sings you, gives you a reason as to why you should be doing it. Think of it differently. Why else don't we write plans? Well, people say, ah, I just don't have the time. You do. Dan touched upon this in his session yesterday about time management. We need a big enough why. We do have enough time. We just choose to fill our time with other things because those other things are more important to us or less painful than sitting down and writing the business plan. And another reason why people don't write the plans is that it's too complicated. Yeah, I am good. Thing like this. Size of war and peace, you know. Dust comes out. Doesn't have to be like that. Doesn't have to be. A good business plan, even if you're not borrowing and you still should have one, should be running to no more than two or three pages. Only two or three pages. That's it. If you're not borrowing money, that's your little roadmap. If you're looking to borrow from the bank, probably 15 to 20 pages maximum. It does not have to be the size of war and peace. So there we are. Even if you're not borrowing, a simple plan of two or three pages is more than sufficient. It'll really get you focused. So sit down and plan ahead. So that's it for this week. Thanks very much for being with me as ever. And if you did enjoy it, please feel free to share the video or give it a like. Don't forget, we've also got a lot of podcasts um, on our SoundCloud and iTunes page as well. All you have to do is go to those two sites and search for Business Finance Bulletin. So that's it for this week. Thanks very much for being with me. I hope you enjoyed our time together and I look forward to being with you again next Friday. Thanks very much. Have a great, successful and profitable week. Bye-bye now.